Running with Jake, the quick hit. Hey, this is Jake from Running with Jake, the podcast. Full-length episodes come out every Wednesday, but this is the quick hit. It's a short podcast which is audio taken from one of my Facebook live sessions. Hopefully you'll take some great value from it. Let's crack on. Take a listen. Hey guys, hello, happy Wednesday. It is Jake here from the Running with Jake podcast. I hope you're well. I've had a message from Rachel who sent me an email this morning and I think the question is very interesting and it's something that comes up quite a lot, causes a lot of confusion. So I thought rather than respond directly to Rachel, which I do, I try to respond to all of my messages, I thought I'd jump on and share it with you guys because I think some people will get something out of this. Now, Rachel has been listening to the podcast. She's loving the tips and tricks that we give her on the show, which is great, but she's a little confused around the subject and topic of cadence. And more specifically, she knows the importance of easy running and the fact that most of our runs should be at an easy effort, the majority runs, but she doesn't really know where the cadence fits into the picture. So if she's looking at trying to increase her cadence, should she be doing that in all of her runs, like the easy runs, or that's really difficult, or is it just like faster sessions, like interval and tempo? So I thought I'd have a bit of a recap. We've touched on this subject before. We've covered cadence before. This is not a deep dive video, by the way. It's a relatively short video, but I want to give you a quick recap on what cadence is. So if you need that recap, stick around, and then I'm going to share some thoughts with you that you can perhaps start to apply in your own training now. And it's a really appropriate time, as we often discuss at the moment, because there's not really a lot happening in terms of races. So if you want to focus, shift your attention to something else, a a specific component of your running, I think it not only helps your running in the long term, but actually it stimulates the mind as well and keeps you interested, keeps you on track, which is a positive. So what is cadence? Very quickly, if you don't know, it is simply the number of steps that you take per minute with both feet, by the way. So if you strike the ground with your left foot 90 times in one minute and you strike the ground with your right foot 90 times in one minute, you have a cadence of 180. Now, without going too far down the rabbit hole here, this has been banded around, floated around for several years that 180, 180 is the optimum cadence. The number is the optimum cadence for uh, runners of all levels. Now, I don't think that that's necessarily entirely accurate in my opinion and experience and understanding. However, I do think if your cadence is relatively low, so if you're significantly below that number, it might be something to consider. Now I say consider, and you can also work on it by the way, work on improving that number, but I think it's important not to obsess. Now we can as runners, can't we? I certainly can. We can obsess about a certain thing because we think it's good for us, or we've read it in a magazine or we've heard it somewhere, I'm going to do it all the time. That's going to be the thing that I obsess about. And I think that can come, that can have potentially negative repercussions. Case in point is I uh, took delivery of a massage gun yesterday. The first time I've uh, uh, bought a massage gun. You know, I'm really impressed so far. I think it's going to be great. But actually, am I going to smash my muscles up every single day, all day with the massage gun? No. And I could easily do that and obsess about it because I think it's good for me. So I think you have to be very mindful of that when you are looking at improving your cadence. But if it's relatively low low in terms of a figure, and to give you an idea, I would suggest if you are around 160, and you can simply count this, by the way, just go out there, count over the period of a minute, just one foot, and then times it by two, that's your cadence. Try not to falsify it. Make sure that you are running normally. And then if it's particularly low, around 160 or below, it's worth trying to increase that number. Now, You will find it difficult, I think almost irrespective of your level of ability and your fitness, to make relatively drastic changes to your running because it's awkward, because it's new and there's a new stimulus that you're providing to the body. So it will feel very challenging. 
if you have a relatively low level of fitness, maybe you're coming back from injury, maybe you're new to running, maybe you just don't run that much, your volume isn't that high, so therefore your fitness isn't as high as it perhaps could be, you will find it even more challenging. So just be mindful of that because the minute you start to put your body under stress, the cardiac response, your heart will probably be thinking, what the heck is going on here? And your heart rate will no doubt increase. And also remember, when you're looking at making a change and a positive change, it's a change. By definition, it's something new that you're not used to. So there will be a shock to the system and a period of kind of adapting. Does that make some sense? But to really give some clarity around what Rachel asked me, do I try to improve my, increase my cadence during easy runs, all my runs, is it just tempo, faster stuff? Typically, it wants to be proper running. So by proper running, I mean not jogging, not like a recovery run, like a true recovery run. Now, of course, there's a place for a recovery run, a plod. I've been out there and did three miles earlier. Super, super easy because I'm testing the water with my calves to see if I'm able to come back. I'm sure I didn't monitor, but I'm sure my cadence was not high. I'm sure it wasn't 180 because it wasn't really proper running. So that's quite important to bear in mind. I would test it, yes, in your tempo and in your interval stuff. But in reality, if you're executing those sessions well, you will no doubt find that your cadence is naturally higher anyway because you want to run quicker because of the nature of the session. You're probably turning your feet over quicker. So you can test it in your easy runs, but make sure that it's kind of proper easy running in terms of, yes, not too low and not too high, kind of the sweet spot. And just be conscious of trying to turn the legs over. And another little thought for you, and specifically for yourself, Rachel, if you are watching this, is I would try and do it in chunks in your run rather than go out there and say, right, I'm, you know, my cadence is 160. I'm going to try and increase it to 180. First of all, don't do that. Just make little gains. So baby steps like we should in our training. So if you're at 160, you might want to consider going to 164, something like that. Of course, if you've got uh, most running watches now, once you download the session, upload the session, will tell you what your cadence is anyway. It's relatively accurate. It's based on arm swings, but it's relatively accurate. It'll give you a good idea. Or of course, you can count, but don't increase it by too much and don't do it for the whole of the run. So you might go out there and do an hour and you might spend five minutes, just five minute blocks where you count your cadence, maybe you focus on your cadence. Remember, if you think about something, you're more likely to affect it. Does that make sense? So if you join me, any of you for the Bulletproof Live workouts I do on a Saturday, 11 a.m. all through lockdown, I talk about if you think about the muscle that you want to work, be that your core, be that your quadriceps, be it your glutes, you're more likely to fire them because of the neurological pathways. It's quite similar when you're trying to increase your cadence. Think about your cadence and you're more likely to influence it and affect it. So I hope that helps, guys, giving you something to think about. A very quick recap, just trying to cut through a little bit of clarity, uh, a little bit of confusion rather, and offer some clarity around cadence. It's not a deep dive video, but if your cadence is relatively low, circa 160 I think is a reasonable kind of number to have in your mind then it's probably worth trying to increase that do it gradually don't suddenly aim at jumping to 170 180 just those little baby steps cadence is how many steps you take per minute by the way with both feet and just do it in bite-sized chunks and make sure you're trying to do it not in recovery runs or in like super 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 easy runs where you're kind of plodding maybe you're running with a socially distanced friend or something like that it's kind of got to be proper running in another video i might touch on some of the things and techniques that you can apply to actually improve 
your cadence. I have mentioned some of these before, but I can cover that in a future video, so watch this space. But if you are new to the page, I do like to jump on and do some live videos, uh, which also become podcasts as well. The Rooney Majake podcast, we do quick hits, which we release periodically, hence why I'm sat here with a pair of headphones on and the microphone, because you will hear that as a podcast, bite-sized coffee time podcast in the future. Uh, but I like to jump on and share some tips and tricks with you, so uh, always give me a follow so you don't miss anything. But have a great rest of the day, guys. I hope that helps when you are out there. Maybe give a little thought to some cadence improvements all right guys take it easy speak to you all very soon that was running with jake the quick hit hear the brand new full-length podcast every wednesday or catch up now by searching running with jake the podcast